0: Well, hi there welcome back to another episode of so talk to me hey
1: we're
0: in episode 84
1: 84 we
0: made it this far and no farther
1: to 84 episodes
0: we'll see when but i, I don't know i don't know we yeah d- words mm. yes words and brain my brain is mush guys so uh, i'm sure you can tell by the length of today's episode. I just I I don't know what what I'm gonna have to say. I don't know if I'm gonna even be able to say it.
1: With the w- wood is in, we'll and see the, what happens. And the yeah, the wood is, and the mo and moose the moose in. in the
0: moosen, the boxing, <laughs> and the wooden is in. Yes, Brian Regan, he's a funny guy. Uh, recommendation, Brian Regan.
1: There Boom. you go.
0: Got it in already. All right, well that's it for episode twenty. No, I'm just kidding. Twenty? Uh, Did I say twenty? Wow already man
1: 84
0: 84 here we are we made it this far how are you doing
1: uh i'm good allergies are a bit better and yeah it's been a been a good day had bible study this morning and then just came home and ate lunch and then just chilled nice that's how wednesdays usually are cuz like mondays I clean a lot and I watch Ezra. And then on Tuesdays um, I run errands and Mm -hmm. clean. And so then on Wednesdays after Bible study, it's just like chill because I'm just like, I'm tired and I don't want to do anything. (laughs) So once the kids go down for a nap, I'm just like, it's my chill time. I'm just going to watch something and sit on the couch. Well, actually, no. What I do is I do my hit workout and then I chill. But, yeah. Nice. Well,
0: that's cool. Yeah, so we are recording this on Wednesday just because uh, this week is crazy. It's Easter week. It
1: is. Which... So this will be dropping on Good Friday.
0: yes yeah it's good friday y'all hope you're having a good friday if you listen on release day i don't even know maybe maybe you've backlogged these episodes and it's like 2021 and you're listening to this now (laughs) wow who knows (laughs) why would you do that is this even relevant i don't know we'll see
1: i'm sure good fridays will still be happening in 2021
0: they'll still be good (laughs) on friday
1: um but yeah good friday what is Good Friday, Josh?
0: What is Good Friday? That is the the day that on the liturgical calendar that we celebrate Christ's death. True. Yeah.
1: That is a fact.
0: Not his resurrection, but his death. Obviously, it points forward to the resurrection, but uh, particularly, again, on the in the church calendar, if you're into those types of things, because I know some people aren't, and that's okay. You don't have to be. But it's it's particularly for his death, so
1: so um, why is it called Good Friday?
0: Because he paid all our penalty, (laughs) like because it wasn't us on that cross. Amen. Uh,
1: Amen. Yeah,
0: it's it's good for us. It um, was painful for Jesus. Yep, that's an understatement.
1: Yes, he took on the full wrath of God. So Yeah. yeah, that's quite. An understatement. For kind sure. of a big deal. Yeah. So yeah. Now we we live in the grace of having the Holy Spirit and having salvation through Christ. It's pretty awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is so weird. We're like we don't sound excited at all. It's so weird.
1: Oh, no, I just wanted I don't know, maybe I don't know who's listening. Maybe someone who's listening doesn't know about good friday i don't know i just wanted to like you know talk a little bit about it
0: i know i'm not saying i'm not th- yeah it's a good thing to talk about it i just think it's funny like y- talking about it so casually oh that's all that's all
1: yeah well it that seems... it's not what our episode is about so i didn't want to like go into like a huge spiel Taking just sort of yeah. yeah yeah i got Just you. touch on it
0: yeah well, that's what Good Friday is,
1: Yeesh. and it is,
0: it is a good thing, but Sunday's even better, so definitely looking forward to that. Um, he is risen. He is risen indeed. That's what us church people say. Yep. Our, our little, um, what, what's that called, response? response. Call and yeah. response? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so we are doing a Monday Thursday service, I guess, presentation, mm-hmm. I don't know what you'd call it. Um I don't know the the proper term of when to use service and when not to, because like in my mind that also that has to do with like worship on the Lord's Day, and it's like no, that's not what this is. But well, a it's service just another can be gathering.
1: for a lot of different things.
0: Yeah, that's true. Anyway, so Monday Thursday service that we're doing, which I guess whenever you're listening, this would be yesterday if you're listening on release day. Um, so Monday Thursday is like. Is obviously the day before again in the church calendar, um, the day before Jesus was crucified. So it is like during the Last Supper mm-hmm. when he um, instituted communion with his disciples. He washed their feet, um, and then also into kind of where he went to the Garden of Gethsemane and was and, betrayed. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, he was praying for you know hours is what it seems like from the scripture it was certainly long enough to where all of his disciples fell, fell asleep. asleep yeah <laughs> multiple times um and then yeah when he was betrayed so it's also a pretty um well i was gonna say dark that doesn't it's, maybe not it's, dark. A it's a somber yeah. service yeah
1: yeah, yeah exactly so, so and there's no child care so i won't be able to go because two toddlers running around in a kind of somber service probably wouldn't work very well. Don't think my children would sit through that.
0: Yeah, that's true. And would
1: probably be very disruptive, so.
0: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I guess so.
1: But Holly would do better. It's Josie that I, I'm concerned about. Yeah. She doesn't sit still, so I'd pretty much just be chasing her around the whole time.
0: That's true. I mean, she might like watching the band, but yeah, I could see her getting bored quickly. Yeah. And wanting to do something and using her voice Mm -hmm. a lot. So that's that's probably a good idea. I don't know. So, yeah, we're doing Monday Thursday, and we had uh, that's part of the reason why we're recording this a day early is simply because that uh, I imagine that I'm going to be at work late because I'm going to go, you know finish that service off, and then, yeah.
1: Although it's funny, you probably would have ended up getting home about around the same time as you did tonight.
0: That's true, because we had <laughs> rehearsal for that service tonight. Um, and, yeah, it ended up going longer than I had expected, but, I mean, here we are. No big deal, right? No. So um, it's kind of fun. Our our worship uh, director at the church, or the worship pastor there, um, he knows everyone in the Christian music industry, which is crazy. Um, well, he just, because he, he was in it, right? Right? Yeah, he played bass in a couple bands.
1: Well, Andy was a he producer. Have... Well, he is a producer. Mm-hmm. He has he hasn't been really practicing producing very much, but he did yeah. produce a couple Off of
0: and on, for sure
1: bigger names.
0: Yeah, yeah. So he he's got connections. He knows people, and so one of his friends, uh, Tiffany. Who goes by the stage name of Plum if anyone here listens to contemporary Christian music um she's coming, and uh she's singing at our our Monday Thursday service, so we just had rehearsal tonight, and it was fun it was fun um it uh, because I work so closely with the worship pastor um he's just a real like laid back funny guy, and um it's it's funny to me that like his his friends the people that he knows are often that way as well. They're just real chill, kind of laid back people, and so you'd think like you know a Grammy award winning or I don't even know with that no it's the devil Awards for Christian music. Jeez, um, whatever. <laughs> but you know, someone I don't know who's the difference either. <laughs> the, the Christian music charts and whatever. You'd think that they'd be a little more. I don't know. Not pretentious isn't the right word, but maybe a little more uppity. I can't think of a good word, guys. I'm sorry, my brain is mush <laughs> right now um, and she was just super chill. she was really easy to work with um so it was fun it was it was a fun rehearsal, so looking forward to tomorrow night um the last time I guess it was also Easter, wasn't it when we had Kevin Max right? I think that was for Easter, I think um, so. He was a part of a group that- Is it Max or Mac? Max. Toby Mac is the other guy. okay. He goes by Kevin Mac. Sorry.
1: I didn't grow up on Christian radio, so I don't (laughs) know the names very well.
0: Yeah. Um, So JJ knows him and had him come in. Yeah, because he produced some of his albums. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's what it was. Um, And uh, he played, or he sang with us, Jesus, probably two or three years ago, something like that. And uh, he was also the same way, just like super chill guy. He was maybe a little more eccentric, but chill. Mm -hmm. Like he he didn't have any like pretense. He was just a a dude, (laughs) just kind of a normal guy. Uh, Well, I say normal again, kind of eccentric, but that that was fun. So uh, occasionally we'll have, you know, just like random, like, I don't know what you call them, Christian celebrities. It's kind of weird to say, but yeah you know, come through, which is, which is always fun. And it's kind of surreal <laughs> again, cause they're super normal. But anyways, enough about that. Right.
1: Yep. So your week's been a little crazy and is going to continue to be until after Sunday.
0: Yeah. That that's really what it is. I mean, it hasn't been, I guess there has been a little bit of a lead up today. was just a long day. Um, tomorrow's going to be another long day and then hopefully I'll have Friday off. I don't know. I might have to go into work for a little bit on Friday. We'll see. Um, then Saturday there's going to be a rehearsal and then Sunday is Easter. So that's when everything happens. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be kind of, it's going to be busy. I don't know. I always say I'm busy. So you are always busy. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah,
1: no, it's, it's, it's not too bad. Mm -hmm. It's not too bad. It's this time of year, and then like Christmas, you're always pretty busy, yeah, but
0: yeah, there's just lots of stuff to keep track of, yeah. And,
1: um,
0: yeah, it's just how it goes that's just the 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 when churches are are naturally that's just the rhythm that you go by when you're when you're employed at a church,
1: and I'm just gonna say that you have an amazing work ethic. Like, well, you're just like, you're really hardworking and you, you just do what it takes and you don't put up a fuss about it. Like, you're just like this and this and this needs to get done. And so I have to get it done and I'm going to get it done. (laughs) And like yeah it does take like time away from us, obviously, because you also have like school on top of all of this work mm-hmm. um, but you're just you're amazing and you oh. s- you still Shucks. like you still manage to find time to like hang out with us and like play around with the kids and you know tell me sweet little things that, like, you know, make me feel loved. And I'm just really blessed to be your wife.
0: Aw. Well, geez.
1: I just really appreciate how hard you work for us and, you know, just how you, you long to do whatever you're doing with excellence in order to glorify the Lord. And it's just really inspiring and (laughs) awesome and i love you
0: (laughs) well thank you i love you too you flatter me um i'm glad i'm glad that that i'm not always failing (laughs) (laughs) Mm. um no yeah i mean that's that's certainly and actually that's probably something that we can kind of segue into our main topic about if we want to um is that I do I do think I tend to be a bit of a perfectionist in certain areas. Like I I consider myself to be pretty chill, but I do also think like especially when I'm working on something. Like I see it a lot in schoolwork, where um, I don't want to show anyone anything unless it's finished. Well, it's the same way I think with music stuff too, um, and why I'm so terrible at writing music because it's never done and I only ever want to show it when it's done, and it's never done. Uh, (laughs) But that's a whole other conversation. Um, Yeah, I I think it can be a blessing and a curse. Um, uh, Wanting to, yeah, wanting to do my work with excellence because I think there are also some things that, like, sometimes it can be a curse because... I need to learn to delegate and be all right with other people learning, <laughs> not doing everything perfectly. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think it's hard. It's hard for me to be kind of hands off. Because it reflects on me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, I haven't sat sat and thought about it. It's just like, yeah, I need to get better at that if that makes sense. um, but I guess what we did want to talk about, right, unless you had anything else that you wanted to talk about um our our main topic you said then we just came up with this like half an hour ago, so well, here we are.
1: you say came up with it, but like i this topic has been sort of coming up a lot lately, okay, um, like one of our pastors uh. Talked about it in his sermon last Sunday, okay. And um, I remember you—you you read that book on humility, mm-hmm. um, and it. He brought up pride in that book, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and and yeah, you you were just talking about that, and then just thinking about it more, and like talking to friends, and um. Yeah, it it just it just sort of solidified the thought of that, like pride is a root sin, mm-hmm. um, and how kind of whatever, however you're sinning, um, pride is usually the root of it, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to talk about that because it's been pretty relevant lately.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So we're talking about pride. Um, yeah. Like you mentioned, I did read the book on humility and that, um, was really, really good. I mean, I recommended it last week. Mm -hmm. So, um, definitely if you haven't checked it out, check it out because it's good. Um, and, and it does kind of open your eyes to, to see, like how much of what we do. I mean, I know I I say this a lot, but especially in like contemporary, um, not even just Christianity, but contemporary American society. But as Christians, we ought to know better. And so that's why I'm singling out Christianity is like we do so many things that are self-focused. Right. Um, And I say that knowing full well that I do too. I'm I'm not, you know, like putting people down oh, yeah. without like I-, I
1: figured you lumped yourself in with Christians yes. since you're a Christian.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um but when I think about even just like some of the things that I do and the way that I structure my day, like I want to um I often like default to just what I want, you know, mm-hmm. instead of considering what needs to be done or what um what God would have me do. Right. You know? Um and I also, so I think what I mentioned about kind of being a perfectionist and things like that, um, I tend to want to like, um, I, I'm, I can be a bit of a planner, you know? And so like when I have, uh, my day planned out or when I have things that I need to get done or something like that, and when I really want to focus on something, um, I can get really frustrated if that doesn't end up happening. Yeah. Um. And I think that's a, that's a personal, I, I think.
1: Unmet expectations. Yes.
0: Yeah. And that is a way in which that pride can often kind of trip me up and I don't even recognize it as pride in the moment. It's just like frustration because I don't get to do what I had planned on doing. Um, and uh, like to my shame, I think that often shows itself in uh, relational areas as well, like like just with our kids, you mm-hmm. know, like I want to get X Y Z done, right? But our kids are, hey, they're three and almost two. They're needy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I have to watch, the, you know, like it yeah. takes time being with them. They and need again, to be
1: supervised,
0: a- and this sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because no, no, like, no, 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 no. I, 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 father, I totally
1: understand <laughs> it. Like, like today, I was, I told you, Wednesdays are usually my chill days while they're napping and i had like gotten into a show and was watching a show and i was just chilling on the couch and um they took a really good nap they were asleep for a while i got a couple hours of downtime um and but like once they woke up it was It was like I couldn't snap out of that. Like I wanted to still be in that Mm downtime even though they were awake and I needed to be paying attention to them. Yeah. Like they were being loud and just playing and so I couldn't hear my show and I was getting upset that they were distracting me from watching this and just like why am I being this way? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like it's dumb. (laughs) Yeah. Snap out of it! Like, stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Pay attention to your children. <laughs> right,
0: right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I mean, it's, it's like
1: even even
0: in little things like when our son wakes up in the middle of the night and has to go to the bathroom. Like, it can just be really frustrating because it's like I was, you know, in a deep sleep and he woke I was me up. Sleeping. And I have to right, <laughs> yeah. exactly. And now I'm going to be tired when I wake up in the morning because it's, you know three o'clock in the morning and now I have to you know reset my sleep um but at the same like even just having those thoughts shows how selfish I am mm. because my first thought is what an me. inconvenience yeah. this is to me and how ha- and I am gonna have to pay for this mm-hmm. as opposed to like thinking about my son and right. he's three years What's old good for him and yeah. he has t- he has to use a bathroom. Like how is this his fault? <laughs> you know? Like, I, I'm glad he's not peeing the bed. yeah, right? So, um, even even just having those thoughts reveals how proud I can be. and it, it it shows itself in ways that I don't realize until after the fact. And again, that's that's why, um i I recommend that book very highly because it it reveals just some areas. In which, because the book talks about how it, it focuses on Jesus's humility, and how in how our role model is Jesus, and he, um, I mean, you know, he he said himself he could command an entire army of angels to come and defend it. Like at any moment, he could have changed things so that it was easier for him mm-hmm. while he was on the earth. Let alone the fact that he actually. Became human, right? Um, which we don't understand how, uh,
1: and not humiliating just human, that is for but God. like a tiny helpless baby who needed yeah. to be taken care of.
0: Yeah, yeah, like uh, yeah. We uh, it's hard to even. Imagine because we can't, imagine, yeah, <laughs> because we don't know we don't know the full glory of God, but even knowing what we do know, i mean it's it's such an amazing thing that God would humble himself and uh I mean, I, I've heard it said so many times, but uh, just even that the the core of Christianity, you know, any religion is going to uh, all religions are about uh working your way to heaven right right doing something to make yourself better and um being able to to achieve perfection or utopia right, right? christianity now i think it's be, because it's true um christianity is unique in that at the center of our belief is that god stooped down and he actually I'm trying to think of the right word, humbled himself mm-hmm. for our sake. Um, and now,
1: bought our salvation right. with himself. Yeah. We didn't have to do anything for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, we talked about having a, this Monday Thursday service, but one of the last things that Jesus did was he washed his disciples' feet. Mm-hmm. And this was in the day where you didn't have, like, shoes like we have nowadays you know you had sandals yeah so washing feet was feet were probably a lot more calloused and a lot more dirty than they are today right let's put it that way um and it, washing your feet was a customary thing so it's not like it was necessarily out of the ordinary like it is today but um it was a way that jesus it was not it was not a glamorous job right <laughs> to wash one's feet um So the fact that Jesus washed, like one of the last things he did before he went to the cross was that he washed the feet of his disciples who, you know, were stumbling around. They were not the smartest people. (laughs) Um, They didn't understand what Jesus was doing. Um, And he even washed the feet of the one person that he knew was about to betray him Mm -hmm. and give him up to be crucified.
1: Yeah, one of his titles is the suffering servant.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah,
1: and he is our example, so it shows us that we need to be suffering servants. Right,
0: right, and so right because uh, if he is our master, and I mean we're not better than him, why should we expect things to be better than they were for him? us to be more prosperous or us to be more. Um, Uh, held in higher esteem than he Mm -hmm. was you know why do we why do we assume these things that things ought to go our way all the time right um when jesus was constantly humbling himself before people who didn't deserve it before his enemies um so yeah um the book talks about that a lot just like it focuses heavily on jesus and his humility um And then obviously like turns that to how, uh, we are swollen with pride, Mm -hmm. especially, especially in our, just in our day and age, again, bringing up kind of contemporary, um, America and how we are so focused on
1: our rights.
0: Yeah. Our rights, getting what's ours. Yeah. Um,
1: that things are quote unquote owed to us.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's one of the ways personally, um, I've talked about it when I read that book on anger. Um, One of the ways that I see in myself that that I deal with pride is, excuse me, that I struggle with pride is through just a sense of entitlement. And Mm -hmm. it's kind of along the same lines of just like, I expect things to go a certain way. Right. You know, when in my head, I have to be somewhere at, you know, 10 o'clock, and so I have to leave by 9.45. Well, by 9.50, I'm frustrated and upset that we haven't left yet. You know what I mean? Like, if something just doesn't go my way, I get upset and I get frazzled. And, uh, I mean, it could be for a number of different reasons, but at the same time, that's me. I, I think that's a subtle form of pride in that I find things like that more um, important than the way that I treat other people. Mm-hmm. the way that I um, ought to be humbling myself and serving other people, when so often I am only thinking about the way that things affect me, yeah, as opposed to how I am to serve mm-hmm. others. especially, especially relationally, you know, we have so many different types of relationships and different roles that we're called to. Mm-hmm. But as a father, um, leading my children and serving them as well. Um, and leading them well takes work. <laughs> right yeah. now I'm listening to a book on parenting and it's reminding me of these concepts that I'm just like, oh man, I'm I'm not very good at that because it takes time and it takes work. Um, and uh, Lots so- Lots of
1: sanctification. Yes,
0: <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um and you know in in just being a husband to you uh how i ought to be looking out for your best as well and not just kind of assuming that you can uh that you will always not just leaving it up to you all the time you know what i mean um i'm trying i'm trying to think of other things even even just you know work relationships and things like that like do I really see myself as serving others or am I thinking about myself? Mm -hmm. Nine times out of 10, I'm thinking about myself and I don't even realize it um, because that's just the way that we're wired. So,
1: So what are some ways do you think that like that pride affected us? I guess like it's probably always affecting us but like mm. um just some specific things that may have happened early on in our marriage that pride was the root of
0: well you mentioned it earlier but i think it has uh it has a lot to do with kind of expectations and yeah. th- assuming that i would be fulfilled all of the time. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Assuming that life would look a certain way after being married and then not having that. Right. If that makes sense. I know I'm I'm being kind of vague, but it just
1: I mean, I think everyone can rel- everyone who's married can relate to that. You know, having expectations going into it and those not being met. Um because That's usually how it goes. Yeah. You have expectations and they're not always met. So.
0: Right. Right. And then not, yeah, again, not realizing like, oh, this is just how I, like, this is how I assumed things would be. And when you're not meeting my expectations, again, all I can think about is how hurt I am or how unfulfilled I am in this specific area or, um, how this affects me Mm -hmm. not how it affects you not uh even even like filtering it through the rubric of is this bringing us closer to christ like is this god glorifying is this the best use of our time and our relationship in relation to growing closer to god is this is this the best yeah the best use the best way for us to glorify god but rather thinking is this uh the most fulfilling for me in my marriage relationship, you know what I mean? Um, what are some things that you've thought of and as it particularly pertains to our marriage, like how how did you how would you say that you've seen pride mess things up?
1: Well, honestly, just like, I think every big issue that we've gone through, um besides, you know, the things that are obviously out of our control, like losing loved ones, um, Mm -hmm. have, I I think that pride has obviously been the root of it. Like with our intimacy issues in the beginning, you know, like that was because we had some expectations that Mm -hmm. weren't being, um fulfilled and then uh also we we were promiscuous before getting married and so we had like guilt from that mm-hmm. um and then like there was the instance of uh my like emotional affair and i think that was definitely rooted in pride because I had what I felt were needs that weren't being met. Mm -hmm. Um, And not that I was like, you know, intentionally seeking it out uh, somewhere else, but that happened. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think all of those can be rooted back to To pride Mm -hmm. of just thinking things should, yeah, go a certain way or someone should be treating you in a specific way. Yeah. And that's not happening. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, we've, we've talked about this before, probably a long time ago, but I think it's, it pertains to this conversation as well, is that there are, Um, there are certainly really useful tools that you can learn about each other that you can use to learn about each other, whether it's, you know, personality tests or things like that. One of the things that, that we learned early on in our relationship, I think it was actually before we were even married, or maybe it was early on when we were married was the. um,
1: While we were engaged.
0: Okay. It's the idea of the love languages Mm -hmm. um, by Dr. Gary Chapman. And, um, I think it's a, it's a helpful tool to understand how you feel loved and how your spouse feels loved, and uh, I know you can use it in relation to your children as well. Um, and I think I think it's, I think it's a, a yeah, it's a useful tool, a, a way of, of viewing the world. Um, however, I think the, um, you have to be very careful because mixed with pride, um, you can often use it, or I mean, I guess the, the modern term would be you can weaponize it. Yeah. Right. You can use it against your spouse because you say, "Okay, I know that my top needs are this and this and my spouse knows that those are my needs as well. And they're not fulfilling it. So what am I? And then, again, for me, I struggle with pride in entitlement. So I start feeling sorry for myself. Mm. I start being like, well, why isn't she meeting these needs? Um, You know, like obviously she already knows like and I get upset. For no reason, (laughs) you know what I mean? For, for basically at the end of the day, no reason. Um, but just because I feel like I need these things rather than using it as a tool to bless you, I use it as a way to, um, feel sorry for myself and, uh, and think less of you, Mm. which is like the opposite of the whole exercise. Right. Um, so uh, yeah I do think I do think love languages that that whole idea is useful I would encourage you to look into it but at the same time you need to recognize that pride can twist good things right um, I mean if you don't mind going there just with sex in general mm-hmm. um, you have to be humble and you have to uh, you cannot be self-serving you have to serve your spouse right in 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 intimacy in general. Um Otherwise your sexual relationship is going to be unfulfilling Um and you're going to hurt each other. Um, well, I
1: think that's what the apostle Paul is trying to get at when he says that like your body is no longer yours. It's now hers. And yeah. when your, her body is no longer hers. It's now yours. Like it, he's, I think that's what he's trying to get at. It's yeah. like, it's, for the purpose of serving the other person,
0: right, right. It's in service to the other person. Now the, we can, because we are so proud, we can so easily twist that to say, "Oh, well, your body is mine, so do what I want you to do." Where <laughs> what Paul is saying, yeah, no, no he's not your saying body abuse your is spouse. Theirs, so you need to serve, right? You need to come with a with a a, a heart towards serving the other person.
1: Well, right, because. Uh, what is it later on? He mentions how, um, like love her as you would love your own body.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: So (laughs) you're not going to, if you really, you're not going to treat your body badly. Right. If you love it. Mm -hmm. Um, so he's, yeah, he's trying to get at like, you need to serve her like you would serve your own body, serve her body
0: yep exactly. <laughs> exactly. So um, yeah, I mean, like you said, pride is real it's at the root of really, it is the root sin. I mean, pride is what got Satan kicked from heaven, right uh, it, it's what caused the angels to fall, uh, you know, the, um all of Satan's followers. it's what got us into this mess through Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. um questioning God, having the pride to to question God. Um, and really, yeah, it's, it's at the heart behind everything because pride says, I don't care what God, the supreme creator of all who actually has, uh, who has, who is in authority over all of creation as its creator, as a sustainer. I don't care what he thinks. I think X, y, Z. Mm-hmm. I think this is better for me i I think sin is better for me in my life than following the God who is in authority over me, so any sin that you commit, really the root cause is pride, pride yeah. um but yet at the same time that th- when you say everything's pride, then nothing's pride right yeah. <laughs> there there are certainly ways in which um it manifests itself in other ways, like fighting the sin of pride. Um, you can do so in, in multiple ways, and it's something that you do need to attack in and of itself. Right. But at the root, I mean, that's that's what sin is, mm-hmm. is it's, it's turning from God towards something else, right. that, and that's because you believe that something else is better for you. Um, So in that, in the same sense, all sin is idolatry, right? You can say that too. (laughs) Um, But, and yet there are specific ways in which you can practice idolatry. So Mm -hmm. anyways, I'm just trying to say like, you do want to fight pride um, and and you want to attempt to be killing pride in your life as well. You can't just say, oh, well, it's always going to be there because I'm always going to sin. Like, yes, it's going to be there, but you need to fight it particularly. So what are Um, some
1: ways that we can do that.
0: Well, I mean, what I mentioned earlier was just looking towards Christ. And or I guess what I mentioned that the that the book by Andrew Murray talked about a lot was looking at Christ's example and how he sought to serve people that he was with. Um I think that is key. Um and yet I say that I think even above that is learning that your life is not your own, right? You belong to God. Um uh, what I just said as as a creator, he has authority over you. And yet, as uh, a Christian, he has called you his friend, right? Mm-hmm. that uh, and we are a servant to Christ. Um, and so I think it it one of the ways in which we can actually start to tackle pride is to, have a proper relationship to god Mm. and i think it takes well i was gonna say it takes humility i mean that's yeah because that's the opposite of pride (laughs) but i think it means to humble yourself before the lord um and to be in what scripture talks about being in a, a a constant like state of prayer where you are living your life unto the lord you are living your life in such a way that you are always you're a living
1: sacrifice.
0: Right. Right. And in communion with God. Um so I think so easily I can forget God, you know, mm-hmm. I can work on my to-do list and forget what the purpose behind why I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um and then I default to my own pleasure. Mm-hmm. Right? I default to to whatever I feel like doing in the moment. Um so I think I think one of the ways that you can fight pride is to constantly be going back to God in prayer and recognizing that He is God and that He is good. He is both great and powerful and mighty, and He is good and loving and kind and caring. Mm-hmm. Um, and seeing the ways in which that He has sacrificed for you. Right. The ways in which that he loves you. Preaching
1: the gospel to yourself every day.
0: Yeah. And I think that, that humbles you. Yeah. It ought to. It It ought to anyways. To to cause you. And yeah, it just, I know it's, it's seems like a a circle. It seems circular because you have to be humbled in order to, to really see it in order to fight pride. You have to be humbled, but that's like how you fight pride is to be humbled. So, Mm -hmm. um, well, but yeah, because they
1: can't coexist,
0: right? Right, <laughs> exactly. So, um, but I would I would say looking towards Christ and seeing what He has done, because He is our example of a life lived in, you know, perfect will, uh, the perfect will of God. Mm-hmm. Um, he He was perfect <laughs> when He was on Earth, and so seeing His humility, um, I think, is one of the. One of the best ways. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, he modeled perfect humility.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: He died.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. He died,
0: but he also lived in humility. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's it's just amazing. Um, Are there ways that you have seen or are ways that you think of that, um, I guess, just some tips in your fight against pride?
1: Mostly, you mentioned prayer, Mm -hmm. and that's mostly what I use. um, Because when I find myself in that sort of state, um, that's just immediately what I go to is like just stop and like pray. Um, And unfortunately, like I don't do that often enough. It's Mm -hmm. usually like later on that I'm like thinking back on the day and I'm like, Oh, that shouldn't have happened. Like I shouldn't have done that. And then, you know, praying and repenting instead of like realizing it in the moment and like stopping in the moment and repenting and like asking God to humble me and, um, just kill my pride. Mm-hmm. Um so praying that the Holy Spirit would uh convict me in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but totally. really honestly, just I mean, prayer, 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 prayer is the biggest thing mm-hmm. that you can do to to be killing that sin. Yeah. Um, because prayer is a state of humility
0: right right yeah if you're actually engaging in prayer because I think there's a way in which you can pray with just your mouth right you're just like (laughs) checking off the list exactly exactly but true like communion with God shows you who he is and who you are in relationship in relation to him yeah definitely awesome I think that's that's a good enough place good. I don't know. It was good enough. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, words, man. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I th- I think that was a good conversation um on pride and certainly there's a lot more to kind of say on the issue. Yeah. Um but th- yeah, I, that was a good uh recommendation to to talk about this cuz it definitely has been kind of swirling around in my mind. Like even honestly, even the example that I gave about waking up in the middle of the night with my son is something that kind of popped into my head recently. of Just how I noticed, like how frustrated I frustrated I get and how mm-hmm. like afterwards or how I realized in the moment of frustration of like, why am I so frustrated? It's like, the reason I am frustrated is purely because I am thinking of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is the conviction of the Holy Spirit. So praise God that that he allowed me to recognize that. Right. That he caused me to actually recognize that. Um, because it's so stupid. It's so stupid when you say it out loud, you know, but it's like in the moment. It's so frustrating. Um, first yeah. world problems, right? I have a son <laughs> who can get out of bed and go to the restaurant. Like i don't know i take all these blessings and i focus on the thing that's hard for me in the moment like man well and it seems such like such a
1: trivial sin like you feel so dumb for struggling with it mm-hmm. but it's like literally woven into every kind of sin so like yeah. like uh yeah just like selfishness selfishness in general yeah and like even like jealousy or just discontentment. Like I feel so dumb for struggling with those sometimes. And well, I say sometimes they happen a lot more often than I'd like to admit. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just, I'm just like, why am I even like, this just seems so, it's so childish. Yeah. Like, why am I struggling with this? I should be further along in my sanctification, right? That I'm not <laughs> struggling with this. Like <laughs> No, obviously I need to learn the same lesson over and over and over and over over again. But
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, be killing sin or it will be killing you. Yeah. As John Owen put it. So no, that's good. Um, if you guys have any thoughts on Pride that you'd like to shoot our way, um you can email us at so at gmail dot com. You can tweet at us. Our handle is at So underscore talk to me. Um, Join our Facebook or not. We don't have a Facebook group. Like us on Facebook. Like our Facebook page. So talk to me podcast. Um, Or you can follow us on Instagram. Our handle there is. So talk to me podcast. Yeah. Well, uh, do you have anything else you'd like to share before we sign off for the evening?
1: Um, Just that. I don't know if you're if you're struggling in your marriage with unmet expectations and yeah, just that, I mean, it, we're all struggling with pride, but, <laughs> yeah, but, um, but if you're struggling with some unmet expectations or just having unrealistic expectations in general, um, I recommend just sitting down with your spouse and hashing out all those expectations. So just talking talking to them. them? Yeah. Just talking to them because that's, I mean, if you have expectations, um, but you haven't communicated them to your spouse and you're upset that they haven't been met, then that's, that's pretty dumb because you haven't even commuted. Your spouse doesn't even know that you have those expectations. Yeah. um, and if you have sat down and had that conversation um and they your expectations still haven't been met, um your spouse is human, and you need to have grace, yeah, so
0: I agree wholeheartedly <laughs> um the the only thing that I'd add to that, and because I think that was very well put um <laughs> is that if your spouse is um how should I put this? If they seem like they don't care at all, right? If they they don't even seem to be trying, like they genuinely don't care. Not, not that they keep forgetting mm-hmm. or not that they're, they're You don't see much growth, but if they're, they generally just don't care about your needs then, I would highly recommend counseling. um It sounds like you would need someone else in the room. We yeah. would recommend uh someone at your church, yeah, talking to a, a pastor, pastor or an elder um yeah so a, a, someone a spiritual authority yeah who can who can help you guys walk through that together um but yeah, I agree. Go to the person first, <laughs> especially your spouse when you just assume, because we do so often and don't even recognize it. Um, and that's something that, I mean, that's that's our dynamic in marriage is that I tend to think things over and brush things under the rug. I'm, I'm generally the one who doesn't say things. Um, and so it does take kind of like a confrontation, like an actual intentional time to to talk about things.
1: And um, I'm just like... Why are you being short with me? Like, just tell me whatever's in your head. Like, yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah.
0: Again, maybe this is, maybe this is another part of my like perfectionist is that I need to have thought out what is behind everything before I actually attempt to yeah. articulate it. Whereas I, I just
1: know. like verbally process everything. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's fun. <laughs>
0: um, but as the one who has a hard time, like, just, immediately kind of talking without kind of thinking it through um yeah those times really help um and i think you also just see like you said you forget sometimes you just forget um because you're selfish Mm -hmm. because we are selfish we forget what we ought to be doing for especially for our spouses um because life happens and again we're selfish our Mm -hmm. default is think about ourselves yeah um so yeah good stuff awesome um, I'm sure I had some sort of a recommendation, but I honestly don't remember what it was. So sorry. Uh, maybe I'll pick it up next week. <laughs> my brain is mush. Uh, okay, I do have a recommendation actually. <laughs> Here we go. Um, something totally different. Mush side Yes. Um, it is actually. I'm sh- shameless plug. It's my other podcast, oh. The Backlog Breakdown. This week we were both on. Oh yeah. And my co-host, Nate, and his wife, Megan, was on as well. So we brought our wives were on. Were on. They were on. Yeah. Well, no. Nate and his wife was on. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking about Megan was also on. But yeah, you're right. I'm talking about both of them. They Sorry. both were on. No, that's okay. Um, so it was the four of us on this past episode. And so we did, you know, the, the podcast is primarily about video games. So we talked about video games, but we also talked about how it affected our, how it affects our relationship and marriage. And we talked about marriage in general. Um, what, how did you think that conversation went? How do you think that episode went? Would you recommend it? I guess is what I'm asking.
1: Uh, yeah, sure. I haven't listened back sure. to it. Um, so uh, I'm not sure what condensed version everyone's listening to, but it was a fun conversation. And so, yeah, I yeah. recommend listening to it.
0: I guess I should have prefaced that a little bit better. Sorry. Uh, you are not very much of a gamer you don't play very many video games so no. i guess the the question was more like for someone who doesn't play video games do you think do you think it would still be interesting do stink? yeah do you think <laughs> uh if you don't play uh. that was dumb um do you think for someone who doesn't play video who isn't really interested in video games that it was still um a a, a fun conversation to listen to yeah,
1: yeah. i mean because it wasn't focused on video games. Yeah. It was mostly about how having a gamer husband affects your relationship. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. So that's what I recommend. I'll throw a link in the (laughs) description. You should check it out. Um, Even if it's just for this episode, uh, we had a good time with our friends. It
1: was fun.
0: Yeah. All right. Well.
1: Friends. Friends.
0: You go talk to your spouse. Do it. Thanks for listening to us. Now go listen to them Do and it. see how you can serve them. And honestly, I, I mean, just pray about how you can serve those around you, how you can focus. Um, Here's here's a little nugget, and I'm sure you've heard it before, but it's good. Um, It's what one of our pastors said when he preached this Sunday, is that humility isn't thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. Yeah. And in order to do that, you need to replace that. It's not just it's not just stop thinking of yourself. It is replace the thoughts that you have of yourself with thoughts of others. right. Like it is a humility is others focused. Mm-hmm. It is focused on God and your relationship to God, and it is focused on serving other people. So, um, Christian, I entreat you <laughs> to go before God and pray about how you can serve others.
1: Bye am. Okay,
0: bye. Goodbye. bye. those were good. Bye.